0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Ooh, welcome back sports fans to another episode of the Charity Stripe Podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home, on the road, in the air, or in the water, do you believe? We have a great show for you guys today. It was Mother's Day on Sunday, so we brought our moms onto the podcast. That's right. Myself, Toss Me the Rock disciples and Nikki Snacks cried mothers are joining the guys as the guest of the show. So buckle up, tuck it into your waistband, because here we go. Three, two, one. We're back.
2: We sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise
1: player, and we in here talking about
2: practice. Clock at five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History 3
1: Back! Tie game! Gives it to Jenkins for the championship.
2: He's going for the corner. He's got it. Bases loaded.
3: Two out.
1: Baby, it's the Charity Stripe Pitch Free Throws, cause they have 40s, so 240 coming hot at you guys, and so 239, and I'm flanked on my right and on my left by absolutely no one, because we pre-recorded this thing, and it was awesome. You'll hear the voices of Alex Tosman, Rock Raktasopoulos and Nikki snacks Cryder, and of course, as you heard in the intro, Our Mothers. It's an amazing show, and we won't dilly-dally any longer, so without further ado, here is the Mother's Day podcast featuring Our Mothers. Enjoy.
3: All right, guys. Well, this is my mother, uh, the best first grade teacher in the world, um, Diana Thomas, all the way from Georgetown, Texas. How you doing, mom? mom? I'm
2: doing
3: good. How are you good. doing,
2: Nick? Doing, doing
1: and friends? We we're d- doing good.
3: How's your quarantine so far?
2: Um, it's been it's been rough. Uh, yesterday, I had a student come by and drop off a really cool gift to my house.
3: Oh, that's right. Yeah. She, got a, she got a nice little gift basket. Oh, that's yeah, great. a little gift cool. basket,
2: and it said straight out of quarantine. <laughs>
3: that's awesome. How's has class, class has been with quarantine so far?
2: Um, oh, We're probably working harder now than we did when we were at school because we're having to come up with a lot of our own resources that we normally would have accessible to us. So it's, yeah. it's been rough, and I miss seeing my kids. I think that's the
3: hardest part. I mean, no one prepared for this at all. And I know that curriculums, you know, they're not made for quarantine. So like you guys are having to learn stuff on the fly and it's, it's more work than, than ever before. So
2: yeah. Especially first grade. It's tough because with the older kids, they know how to use all the software and the programs. And even though our kids are somewhat tech savvy, we were having to teach their parents how to use all of the programs so that the kids could use it. So that, yep. I think that's been the hardest part.
3: Has uh, been locked in with the whole entire family driving you crazy yet? <laughs>
2: Surprisingly, no. Um, no, not really. We we've kind of it's given us a chance to kind of reconnect. Yeah. So, you know, we we all get so busy in our lives, and um, it's been it's been pretty good.
3: There's some some background from my family. I have a 14 year old brother and a 16 year old brother back in Texas. So they keep to themselves a lot of the time when they're playing video games. So I'm sure it's not too much of a nuisance, right?
2: No, they're never a nuisance. Um, we've done more. That was just, that was just you, Nick. (laughs) For sure. Well, by the way, you were not a nuisance and you kept to yourself too when you played video games. So nothing different.
3: I did. I did. All right. Well, we'll get into the first question for you. What is your favorite sports memory? This could be as a player, as a fan, as a spectator, whatever whatever you can think of.
2: So this question's hard because I know, you know when people think of sports, they think of something major like NFL or NBA. But um, I, I feel like what connects me to sports is the memories that I have with my family. I have all these different moments for everyone that's important to me. And I can tell you something that was sports-related. So like, let's start with you, Nick. Um, I love how I'll, I'll never forget when you didn't make ninth grade um, baseball, yep. and you were really, really devastated, like really devastated. I think you ripped some stuff off your walls <laughs> when that happened. And it just it broke my heart. So um, in 10th grade, though, you didn't give up, and you tried again. And I remember your tryout, and I, I'm not being biased, but you literally had the best tryout out of any player out there, and you ended up making that team. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, and that the same thing with football. Uh, you, you didn't make football your first year of college, and then your second year you didn't give up, and you went and did it again. And so, like, those to me, and you made the, you know, the UT team, you walked on, and those mm-hmm. are... Those are the memories that are my favorite. Um, I have one of your brothers. Go for it. I don't know if you want me to to share. I I love how Alex was, that's your, that's his 16-year-old brother, um, played baseball and he was on this team. We called them the Bad News Bears. (laughs) They lost every single game and then ended up winning the championship. Oh, wow. on the very last, um, and during the tournament, they, they won every single playoff game and ended up winning the whole championship, but the whole season, they didn't win a single game. Well, they were just That's... hustling everyone. Yeah. They I were rooking so. them for
1: you, you guys behind closed doors. They were making money off that whole thing.
2: Right. Jeez. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so, you know, that, that was a great memory. Your, your little brother Oh, the funniest thing. I remember when he was a little soccer player and, um, I think he was like four. You know what you'd remember that story.
3: I'd say this is a 14-year-old.
2: Oh, the 14-year-old, yeah. Um and there was this kid that oh, I remember
3: this. I remember this. they
2: kept on the on the other team, they kept going up and tripping and pushing every single player. Every every player he could get in contact with. And your little brother had, had it, so no one was looking. And you know, there was some they were scoring goals somewhere. He ran up to him, shoved him down, tripped him, and ran off. And then that put an end to that. So I was was really proud of him because it was like he he stuck up for himself. Or you know, this kid was like being a bully. Yeah. And he he put an end to it. So
3: for for some context, Jacob, my youngest brother, is is obviously the youngest, but he's also the smallest, and he's always kind of dealt with like insecurities about like his size. Mm -hmm. So. I mean, for him to kind of stick up for himself like that, like, is a big thing. And, like, also, like, he's done that his entire life, you know. He doesn't take any shit from anybody. And, like, he'll even stick up for his older brother. So mm-hmm. um, that's definitely speaks to his character a lot. But I think that uh, that character kind of comes a lot from my mom. She, like, has always never taken any shit, you know. She's always kind of been sticking up for people her entire life. She had a younger brother growing up um, from, you know, all the stories that I've heard from her family and my dad. She's always been the tough one, so. <laughs>
2: It's true. Nick. I have a couple more memories I got to share. Come
3: Please for go for it.
2: I can't stop. Fun, um, right? It's so much fun. Do why do this all the time? I'm
3: not wasting my time out here in Los Angeles.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I never said you were. Um, I love how uh, when I first met your stepdad and we were dating, um, and he took me to his grandma's house, and we, he said, I love hockey. And I got stuck watching um, it was the Red Wings, because that's his favorite team. I don't remember who they were playing, um, but they went into triple overtime. So, you know, like just little things like that. Or my brother, another person who's important to me, my dad and my brother used to love sports. And um, we had, we went to a baseball game and then we went to the dugout, my brother and I. And one of the players autographed a ball and wrote his phone number down on there. <laughs> so you know, but my my little brother was so happy. He told everybody, my mom, this baseball player wrote his phone number down for not my mom, my sister. It, uh, you know, or when we moved to America, and I didn't speak a lot of English. I remember my first team was the Brewers, and the first song that I learned was "Take Me Out to the Ball Game." And it was take me out to the ball game, take me out to the crowd. But it was the Brewers, root, root, root for the Brewers. So I don't know that when I think of sports, all those memories tie me into something that's family related. So I know that's a lot more than you guys wanted to hear.
1: No, that's great. I didn't even know you. I didn't know you weren't born in America.
3: Right. So she's born in Moscow and she moved to when she was four. In Russia. yes.
2: I knew you
1: guys were Russian. I didn't know you weren't. Wow. That's awesome.
2: Yeah. I came here when I was 4. I didn't speak English, but I spoke baseball, I guess. Yeah, yeah, there is. Universal English. language. Nick, you're technically first
1: generation, dude.
3: Can you say take me out to the ball game in Russian?
2: Oh my gosh. I don't know if I can I don't know how to say ball game in Russian. Uh, I'm going to say it, and everyone that's Russian is going to go oh she doesn't know what she's saying. Um igru That's the best I could think
3: of. I wouldn't know any better. (laughs) Probably
2: wrong. As far as I know, correct. All Russians are cringing right now.
3: (laughs) I I, I like what you said about how sports kind of ties you into, you know, everyone that you love and and, and like it means something for someone different. And like, you know, as us three as sports fans who, you know, know the game a little bit more than you do and watch a lot more than you do. I think we can all kind of say the same thing though. Because when we're watching these games, you know, we're connected to our friends, we're connected to our parents, you know, like for me, like baseball, that's me and my dad, you know, and, and like watching football on Sundays, that's with for me and my friends. And so sports gives you a sense of community, you know, so, I mean, that's so in line with what you just said about the family. And it, it, I think that's why sports is such a big part of our culture is it gives everyone a sense of community to root for the same teams or to have a little friendly competition and brings people together so
2: yeah we're usually a house divided when we vote yeah for, you know, sports and it's kind of it's fun
3: yeah but the, the one thing we do have in common is the university of texas which is great
2: yeah
1: yes that's all
3: brother's is not old enough to go to college yet but i think their hopes their aspirations to go to ut as well it, yes for it. so Guys, Guys, have have-
4: yeah nick i have a question for you do you remember in ninth grade, when you didn't make the team, like, do you remember that?
3: Oh yeah, I was. You know what? I was literally talking to Brandon, my roommate, um yesterday or two days ago. We were we were throwing the football around, and I and I explained to him that story in detail. It's funny that you brought that up, Mom, because we were talking about like you know what we played in, in high school and stuff, and I was like, baseball was my favorite sport, and you know, moving to Texas was a little different from California because the way that their, like, summer league programs or, like, their little league, like, it was structured differently. Mm -hmm. Like, back in California, like, little league was the shit. Like, if you played in little league, like, you were good. And, like, the all-star team, you know, you'd make the all-star team and you'd play in the summer. And then, like, if that team was good enough, they go to, like, the little league World Series, right? But in Texas, they kind of, like, the little league wasn't, like, that great all the kids that played in Texas played on travel ball teams and like had to pay like yeah. three grand a season opposed to 300 a season. in Little League and like, you mm-hmm. didn't think that was anything necessary. And so when I ended up trying out freshman year and didn't make the team, like I had an average tryout, but all these kids were ahead of me because they had played together for years on travel ball. Yeah. All the high school coaches knew who they were already because they've got insight from the travel ball coaches. And I was devastated. Like I was, I, I haven't cried that hard probably ever. And I was in ninth grade, and I ripped all my baseball like posters off the wall. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. You were so sad. Do
3: you you think that the
4: the tryout sophomore year was like unreal?
3: Yeah, I mean, I remember when I tried out, everyone was like, "What? Like, is this the same kid that tried out last year?" Like, all the coaches were stunned because like like they were, and I was I was like stunned myself. And like, I'd always been a pretty good hitter, and like not the best fielder, but when I was hitting, it was like. Every ball that came up, I was just like cranking at the center field, just like they're rockets.
2: I uh, remember sitting there and parents going, Wow, he got so good. I'm like, He's always <laughs> been good. You know, <laughs> just like
1: parents it, could it sit was- into the tryouts. Yeah. Damn, that's so Texas.
3: Trust me, Georgetown High School. That's like, slouch. yeah, dude, that's like, that's really <laughs> intense.
1: Damn. I,
3: I showed you guys the picture, Mom. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen the picture recently of the, um, the athletic facility at Georgetown, Texas right now. It's like an aerial view at night of all of our fields combined. It's like the football, the baseball, the softball, the practice field, the track, the tennis courts. They put so much money into, into sports in Texas. It's, it's ridiculous.
2: I've been there. I saw it. uh, it, Ironically right before quarantine, um, your youngest brother had his track meet there.
3: Oh, that's right. My youngest brother's in cross country. Nice.
2: And you know, we Who knew that was going to be hit the last track meet? It was like the day that spring break finished. It was a half day. I remember going there. And I, because I don't usually get to go to his events. It's during school. And see, again, sports. I yep. remember, you know, things things like that that tie us places.
3: I mean, that's probably
4: pretty- a massive crowd of people, too, right?
2: It wasn't a lot of people because oh. it was through school. And oh. um, it was a half day. But I, I also worked a half day because I work in the same district as um, where my kids go, so I was like, oh, I can finally you know attend his his event, because it was right after the day ended, and I remember the kids saying, um, from what, because it, the virus really started in Austin first, and then mm-hmm. you know moved its way down, uh, moved its way up north, and I remember the kids going around um, from the Austin area like Westlake and saying. Hey guys, did you hear about this virus? We probably all have it, and they're videotaping the other kids in the stands. What do you think about it? You know, that was before we all had to uh, get quarantined. So it was well. interesting.
3: Guys, any questions at all for? Yeah, I feel like we're wanna-
1: missing one question. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, uh, question: What is the most embarrassing story you have of uh, Nicholas over here?
2: Um,
3: has a bunch, honestly.
1: Yeah, I
2: don't have that many.
1: Uh, we <laughs> I don't know end. why,
2: but this, this is a cute story. It probably isn't too embarrassing to him now, but I'll never forget when he was Nick was probably like, oh gosh, maybe three, and we were in the grocery store, and you know he was so cute with his little feet dangling in the cart, two or three years old, um, and, and it was me, Nick, and his father, and um there was this little old man in a red sweater that walked by and Nick kept yelling, look, it's Mr. Rogers. (laughs) (laughs) And and we're like, no, no, that's not Mr. Rogers. And he's like, yes, it's Mr. Rogers, Mr. Rogers. (laughs) And we're like, because the man was like, you know, (laughs) who's he talking to? It was so cute. We were a little embarrassed because he wouldn't stop yelling it out, but um, you know, looking back, it was a kind of a cute story. I don't, I don't have any, any other really embarrassing.
3: Story. That's not what Josh, and Tosh was looking for. No, I'll a, take, I'll take that one. one.
1: I like that. It's cute. <laughs> man.
4: If I were the guy in the red sweater, I would have just milked it. I would have been like, yes, yeah, I am Rogers. Nice to meet you. Kind, yeah, kind of I a think loser
1: moment. By him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah.
2: So really, I don't really have a lot of embarrassing stories. You, have you. Nick, you hardly ever embarrassed me. I'm
3: yep. always proud of you. That's good, Nick. I'm glad. I, I've definitely done a, a, a few crappy things back in the day, but I don't think they were warranting for embarrassing. I don't know. I mean, we you've all... done
2: naughty things. But
3: <laughs> oh. now... Yeah, we all go through our naughty phase. I mean, I'm sure these guys can also attest to that. Oh we'll yeah. See what oh yeah. I can
2: tell them the dog door story. Go for
3: it. Uh, go well, for it. I mean, also, this is.
2: Crazy. You know
3: what? Also ninth grade.
2: Ninth grade, yeah. Okay, so Nick was in ninth grade. And um, he wanted his friend to spend the night. He kept saying, please, I want this friend to spend the night. And my mommy superpowers told me something wasn't right. I just just knew something was going to happen. But we caved. We gave in. And we were having a party with some of our friends. So um, at like, I don't know, 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning, I get a phone call and I look at my my caller ID and it says Nick Kreider. And I'm like, what the heck? Why is Nick calling our house? So it turns out that some girls who weren't even old enough to drive were throwing rocks at Nick's window for him and his friend to come out to go to some party. And of course, the party got broken up by the police. And Nick was in what, ninth grade or 10th grade? ninth grade so they were freaking out when the police came and they all scattered oh but let me back up let me back up the best part is how did they get out of the house because we have like alarms and chimes that go off when someone opens the door Mm -hmm. and I never heard that go off and I'm a light sleeper our dog had a dog door with a collar that when he'd go out it was electronic the door the door would lift so, Nick and his friend were coaching the dog to go to his dog door so that they could crawl through the dog door to get out of the house without me hearing the chime. Dude. <laughs> so, I think that was the funniest part of the story. I forgot that part. Um, so, and then I'm like, I'm thinking, well, how are they going to get back in? What if the dog doesn't want to go, you know, go back out? But the police came and Nick was freaking out and he's calling and he's like, Mom, i'm so scared i'm in a bush right now and um his friend went in a different direction and so the embarrassing part of this was that we had to call
3: his friend have his phone his friend left his phone at our place yes
2: his friend which is your friend and we had to call the dad
3: (laughs) he's not my friend
2: Right, we had had to call the dad dad and tell him "Um, we don't know where your child
1: is. Oh God, that's brutal.
2: (laughs) So yeah, that was really scary. But we ended up finding him because we called those naughty girls who I think figured out where everyone went. He was at somebody's house, Um, and then you know Nick was like, "Can you come pick me up?" And I'm like, "Nope, you found your way out. You can find your way back."
3: I walked home. You made him walk home. home
1: yeah that's brutal i love that
3: yeah. so i was yeah. grounded for a while i remember i had tickets um that someone had given me tickets to the cowboys chargers game it was the first season in Cowboys stadium and the chargers were playing against them we had tickets and my mom's like you're not going to that game oh uh, like, yeah kinda like kind of like last minute like in december they're like okay like you can go <laughs> <laughs> that's great the chargers beat the cowboys nice yeah.
4: congrats nick <laughs>
3: Wow. Well, this was awesome. Thank you for, for sitting down with us, mother. Happy Mother's Day to you. Thank you. Happy
2: Mother's Day. Thank you for having me. Happy
3: Mother's Day.
2: Thank you guys. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm, I'm excited to finally get to meet you.
1: Yes. Yes. yes us too. Yeah, it was great.
3: Upload, you'll have to come out and see how we live our lives in Los Angeles. Totally.
2: Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah. Can't wait to have you out here.
3: Thank you. All right. Anything else, gentlemen? Ready to roll. All right, mom. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. That was great. Bye. Bye. Happy Mother's Day. thank
2: Thank you. I love you, Nicholas. Bye.
3: Bye.
2: Hey, guys. I realized that after I got off the podcast with you that I didn't thank the one person that I've learned so much of these great family values from who has taught me to be the woman that I am today, the mother that I am today. And I wanted to give a shout out to my own mom. Who has been selfless and caring and nurturing and has instilled some great family values. So, thank you, Mom. Happy Mother's Day. I love you.
4: Thanks, Mom. Great. Tina. Is she trying to join? There she is.
1: Yeah, look at that background. Yeah, go, Tigers. Hey,
4: Bob, can you hear us? Hold on. <laughs> You're absurd.
0: It's still. Is it morning or still or is it afternoon? It's technically yeah. still morning. Here. <laughs> I'm still drinking my coffee, and I've got
1: for two. Yeah, I got coffee as well.
4: Wow, I wonder what I wonder what your favorite sports memory is going to be about.
0: Well, I want. I wonder. Don't stop. <laughs> stop. stop. <laughs> find a better background in the house that's, no that's
4: great josh are you re- are you recording
1: yeah i'm recording nick you got the video toss i didn't know your house looked like that man i've been there before i didn't notice that wall <laughs> <Three
4: views. laughs> yeah we're, we're high up, <laughs> we're
0: high up. And look at the sky yeah yes, it's, beautiful. it's beautiful beautiful you know, it's purple and gold there dallas looks heavily, good heavily
4: photoshopped <laughs> uh, um, Yeah. We just had Nick's mom on. Now we've got my mom, Katina Tassopoulos, on. Mom, how are yep.
0: you? I'm fine, thank you, Alexander and the guys.
1: Hey, <laughs> uh, so excited <laughs> mom, to have mom, you.
4: For anyone, for anyone, you know, who doesn't end up seeing the video that we posted, this my mom is wearing a gold LSU fishing shirt with a purple LSU button on the shirt, and her background on Zoom has been changed to Death Valley Stadium. So. She is fully decked out in purple and gold. Very, very classic mom. Very
0: <laughs> How you So feel? you went to
3: Alabama, right?
0: <laughs> what? You went what to the about- of Alabama? <laughs> we won't talk about them. But if you want to talk about them, I will tell you, I was at the game where we beat them.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Biggest thrill of my life of revenge. <laughs>
1: that's awesome
0: love that personally personally against Nick Saban if you want to know the truth (laughs) yeah
4: (laughs) yeah because Nick Saban used to be the coach of LST right mom
0: absolutely he won our he won the first championship that I remember
4: Mm -hmm. yeah he won the championship in in 04 mom how's uh how's quarantine been treating you
0: quarantine's been great um last night we had another one of our backyard crawfish crawfish boil we didn't boil so we
3: just I'm right, sorry
0: Flying Fish has a better crawfish than um the other place so we corn potatoes crawfish drink of your choice my sister and my big sister in the sorority the three of us that great friends and our husbands came over everybody brings their own chair their own drinks i put the plastic tables up we scatter out we yell at each other and last night it was cool and we got to put the fire on so we all went around the big fire pit and it was awesome
4: Awesome. very cool yeah harrison my brother sent me a photo of it and i was very proud to see you guys were properly distancing while still having fun so it was
0: great we were and, and they go into the house to use the restroom so i have all the lights on and i tell them the towels and the sanitizer are there in the bathroom you don't have to turn any lights on because the lights are all on just go in come out so we've got it down that was our second our second uh coronavirus crawfish friday night meal
4: yeah we'll have to we'll have to find crawfish out here because i don't really know of any that. There definitely are a couple of places where, you know, some, some Southern folks have a, have a restaurant, but I, I haven't heard of any places that serve crawfish. Honestly.
1: We've talked about doing
4: it. It's easy for them to do, right? Because they're just boiling in the
0: pot and then they're dumping with the potato and the carrots and the onions in there. And so literally they're not handling anything but the tin pans. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty safe eat.
4: Okay, mom. Well, I told you this before you got on, but we were gonna ask you what your favorite sports memory is—one uh, that you've played in. I—you were a good tennis player back in the day. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if that's what you're gonna talk about, or if it's gonna be something else you related. But I'll—I'll I'll give it over to you. Well, um, since I kind of
0: have a sense of humor, Mike, my, my the the. One that pops to my mind is when I went to the state championship, I was girls doubles partner with my friend Kay. And we went up again, we made it to the finals. We were in South Louisiana. We made it to the finals and we went up against two twin sisters and they beat us 6-1, (laughs) 6-0. But we made it to the finals and that was, you know, what I did.
4: Yeah, I mean, you guys didn't really have a chance. They're twins. I mean, they we we laughed twins. about it because yeah.
0: they were they were they were right nationally, so we you know okay, that's cool. We made you, it to the finals.
4: Do you know if they ever played professionally
0: or anything like that? Uh, I think they did. I didn't keep up with them, but yeah, I think they were a year younger than us. So when we were seniors, that was the first time we came against them. Love and it. Then I, and then my other favorite memory which is also kind of a, a funny sense of failure, but I took it the other way around. Um, so I always played softball and I was, it was a pitch. It wasn't overhand pitching. It was underhand, not fast pitch, but the lobbing pitch. Yeah. Uh, I played a game one time and it was close and I hate to lose. And it was too much pressure. And she put me back on third where I could get people out and in an outfield. And I was like, that's the last time I'm pitching too. I need to, I don't need that much stress and I can do just as much damage elsewhere. So I gave up my pitching career. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, mom, you, you, um, you also, are, well, not in quarantine obviously, but before quarantine you, and for the last, what, like 10? Fifteen years you've been still competing in sports.
0: Oh, bowling! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice.
1: That's awesome. What's
4: the What's the name of your bowling team?
0: St. Pat's. It's from a church. uh, No. What
4: what was What was the name?
0: Oh, my team of four were the Strike Force.
4: Strike Force. Strike (laughs) Force.
0: Boom, boom. And
4: you guys are. Consistently, like one of the better teams in the league, right?
0: Yes, yes. And we used to be like the Dallas Cowboys, where we won every year. <laughs> every everyone hyped up to try to beat us, and then they changed some of the rules and um, gave more free points to the um, everyone else.
4: Right. So Basically, the other team percentage. Are, the other teams are handicapped, right? Like they changed they- the
0: handicap percentage. Yeah. So now, some of the teams, we have to give them like a whole free player. We have to give them 95, 100 points.
4: Damn.
0: And we what's, don't catch up until the eighth frame.
4: And what's the what's the highest points you've ever gotten? How many how many pins have you gotten out of the this total game, 300?
3: 225.
4: Oof. That's pretty good. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. no, no bumpers. Never any bumpers. Yeah,
1: no, like no, Alex, no bumpers. <laughs> Look at I'm that. Just,
4: I'm saying it out loud so everyone knows. Does, do, you,
0: a
1: continue, do you need you
0: get your? I think Alexander was three when I started. So.
1: Oh damn! You've been going at it a while. So you, 20,
4: 22 years. Wow.
1: Do you get? Well, does, no
4: wonder you're so good. You do it for that long. You should. I mean. Yeah.
1: Does Alexander <laughs> get your? Does is he get his competitive competitiveness from you? Is that where he gets it from?
0: Um. Yeah, Alexander's a lot like me. Yeah,
1: <laughs> there's. I, I'm always thankful we don't race each other tying our shoes. He he's competitive. Um, he, <laughs> yeah,
0: He's yeah. a competitor I, for sure. <laughs> not that his dad is not, but um, like when we went on our honeymoon, we went to, to bowl, and we went to um, we were in the in the mountains, and and it was a real laid back honeymoon, and we went. Bowling, and we went to uh, some bar, and we were in Arkansas up in the Ozarks. And we went and played pool too. And he didn't know I could play pool so well. And he goes, You're good. I got, yeah, you're not beating me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so
0: I guess you could say that would be a yes, I'm definitely competitive.
1: Yeah, it's awesome.
4: Well, mom, I remember in high school, in time, like a group of like my friend's parents were going bowling and you brought your own ball and all the parents <laughs> were like, they were like, shit,
0: this casino woman, is like really competitive. <laughs> well, you know, in bowling, when you have your own shoes and your own ball, it's like, you don't want to put your feet in any of those shoes. Yeah. You know, it doesn't feel the same. So Yeah.
4: No, it, it makes sense. Yeah.
1: That's amazing. It's so fun.
4: Mom, I think, um, do you remember anything that I did? When I was young, maybe sports related, maybe not. That that was very embarrassing.
0: Embarrassing? I don't think so. I I don't. I don't think embarrassing. I remember how um, aggressive and competitive you were. I know you should have given me time to think about that. I don't remember an embarrassing. I've got I've got one on Cynthia and you, well, know, you, do may, you, think- you may have been embarrassed that your dad yelled during the game and you were like, Oh gosh, stop, stop. You know. Yeah.
4: Well, I remember there's a game where I got where I fouled out in like wreck basketball, like sixth grade. And dad my dad wasn't a coach, but he might as well have been and he yelled he yelling. Got, <laughs> got, got, he got ejected from the this the gym the, the ref was like get out I don't want to hear you anymore and then and then like I found out it was like a bullshit call or something like that and I'm like sitting on the bench and I see like to the left of the bleachers my dad like sneaks back in and is like watching still and I, I thought that was fun that's great. Do you remember that
0: that was more about your dad than you <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: but I do remember that whenever you got called you thought, no way. And you wanted to argue your yeah. you wanted to argue the point specifically, which of course was never allowed. So that was something hard for you to learn.
4: Right. I think Harrison and I both did that a lot. My older brother. Yeah. He got, he, got well,
0: he showed more rage. You wanted to <laughs> you wanted to argue have a, you know
4: Yeah. Maybe I did it with about. a smile on my face, but I wanted yeah. I wanted <laughs> the, the ref to change the call. Yeah, uh, Nick and Josh, my brother, when we all played in like a Greek basketball tournament. It's
1: hilarious. And <laughs>
4: and my yeah, and of course, like it's, Everyone, like, church, huh? it's like church basketball. So yeah. like the refs that they bring in for this are like you know guys that are church getting guys. paid like not very yeah. much, like and Harrison got, Harrison got like teed up three times in one game because he was just on it because he knows so much about basketball, but like he could not get over the fact of how bad these refs were
1: that's ridiculous that's so funny all right my dad was a yeller too at the games one time we couldn't even start the the game got canceled because he was yelling at the other the coaches were yelling so much they canceled the game we all had to go home (laughs) it was terrible Um, yeah (laughs) so i know that i know the feeling
4: mom obviously you went to lsu do you have a sports memory from lsu that, that you remember the the most fondest when i was in school or or recently
0: Oh, well, then <laughs> the best memory I have is not recent, it's now. I mean, I'm having more fun now as an LSU alumni than I had going to the games, waiting in the lines, you know, having the big purses with, you know, necessities in there. Um,
4: <laughs> you could so. say what was in the bag.
0: <laughs> Booze, Booze. you know? <laughs>
4: Booze.
0: Um, I do have a funny memory though from when I was at LSU and she won't mind my roommate when I was a freshman she um I don't know she was my best friend my best friend and in, in my wedding and everything and her brother actually was a two years older than us and he was um a football player started and he was awesome so we of course were real into the football and she, the Kappa Sig's I think it was, you sat where your date was and they had certain places and they were way up at the top, very top. And this was before the big le- the big level. So this was the original Death Valley Stadium. And she told me later that she had um, gotten drunk and she woke up in the medic, place and she thought, she goes, did I fall off the stadium? (laughs) (laughs) And they said, no, ma'am, you're still with us. You're here. (laughs) So that's my funniest story. It was more personal to me because she came home that night because she was my roommate. Um, So that was that. But no, my best memory is this year going to two games. This is the shirt I wore. This, you know. Everything had my visor. I wore the same thing. We went to the Alabama game, took a road trip with my, with my two sisters and my best friend in the sorority. And we, went, we were going to Alabama and we're in the car and we had been at the Alabama game the year before where we were doing well, but they still came back and beat us, you know, and that was at LSU. And we're driving and we're going, what are we doing? We are crazy going into Alabama country. And it was, I was afraid. I was afraid. And my my friend, Cindy, she goes, why is it that every SEC team expects LSU to be the ones to come and beat them? That is too much pressure on us. That is just too much pressure. Why can't they do it? Why can't all the other teams do it? And we're like, yeah, that's right, that's right. So we went, we um, were there on Friday, we walked around, we got interviewed because we were all in our purple and gold. I was on TV in Baton Rouge in a private announcement. I had people texting us going, your sister's on TV in Baton Rouge. We were also on TV in Shreveport and we went to the game. (laughs) Uh, Trump was sitting right above us. We almost didn't get into the game because they closed down our gate the whole time. And I mean, the Alabama people were mad. So anyway, we beat them and it was awesome, awesome, awesome. And then we went to the Peach Bowl, which was the semifinal, right? And Alexander was with us. And that was my climax of my LSU That was my climax of any sports event ever. And to be able to share it with Alexander and Cynthia was the best.
4: That's great. Yeah. Yeah, Mom, I know, who else did you guys meet when you were in Tuscaloosa?
0: Here's
4: the picture. Who else did you meet?
0: Oh, Oh, who did we meet? We met, I was, we went and took a picture at the SEC Nation with, um, Paul Feinbaum, Tim Tebow, but best of all, Marcus Spears. So we were behind them the whole time they were doing their SEC. So I know if you guys ever get to that, what it means. And everybody else was in, excuse me, crimson, not red. I've been corrected. (laughs) And, And we saw all the workings of how that works. It was really neat, really neat to see that. And we were there all morning long. And then afterwards, we got to go take a picture with them. Here's my picture you can kind of see it that's
4: great <laughs> yeah kind i see of. i see it enough
1: By
0: marcus it. spears we were like he's not talking to us he sees we're his people
4: <laughs> yeah well marcus spears mom for us is pretty much the great he would be the greatest person to talk to because he's not only a, did he play for the cowboys but he played for the tigers too so it's a double whammy
0: yeah so you want me to talk to him and get him on your show yeah please do
1: hook it up yeah that'd be great
3: would you say that this is the greatest LSU team ever this last this last year?
0: I think I can justifiably say that because I wouldn't be the first, and that was really really awesome how they Every how they game. explained that. And because of that, I watched the draft and I watched y'all.
3: It was a great. I watched draft,
0: you that. in your house. That's great. On your little sofa.
4: <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs>
1: That's awesome.
4: <laughs> you, yeah. yeah, I think. And okay. I, heard, I heard, I remember you guys told us that in, in Tuscaloosa, you were surprised by how nice they actually treated you, right? Even though, obviously, there's a lot of rivalry, a lot of animosity.
0: Well, we were with someone who was a VP of finance okay. at <laughs> So we got to go to the president's tailgate, and they had Cajun food, and we went to the SEC Nation and all of that. And we had unbelievable tickets right behind LSU. But so then yeah, they, they treated us well. But while we were at the, on Friday, we got yelled at by students. It wasn't very nice.
4: <laughs> I bet. I bet. Yeesh. <laughs> That's crazy.
1: Even girls. <laughs> Damn. Oh yeah, they're fierce over there. It seems.
0: And, and we that kind of made us feel like okay, we knew it was coming. It's it's out there. Okay, now we can move forward. They didn't yeah. throw anything at us. They just threw you know profanity. We can. Well,
4: Well, you don't think that when you were, maybe when you were drunk at one point at LSU and someone came into town, you didn't yell at them? You don't think that ever happened?
0: (laughs) No, we were having fun. No, (laughs) we were trash. I mean, we weren't even that great of a team, but right. No, it was about having fun. It wasn't about dissing on, you know, the rivals.
4: Yeah.
0: That's my. That was my thinking.
4: Yeah. Yeah, no. And then they, they shut they shut down all the bars after they lost, right? No. No, Alabama did.
0: Oh, that Oh, that night. Yeah, they did. They did.
3: Oh, sore losers.
0: They they did. Can you believe?
3: That's crazy.
0: That is crazy. Damn. I'm and sorry. my friend, the people that we were staying with, her husband, she said that was the worst game ever. She said the people in the president's box, which is where they were did not know how to act. She said, I thought they were nice people. <laughs>
1: she and they were, said,
0: it was ugly.
1: Yeah, they and get, we were all like,
0: thank you for not making us sit in there with you.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's brutal. That would be very uncomfortable almost.
0: The, the, I think the best statement I heard the whole time was when we were, it was the first part of the game. You know, it was a close game, right? Yeah. At the end. And yeah. we knew it could go any way. We were expecting to lose. We were in Alabama. You know, mm-hmm. and people behind us, some guys older, I mean, we weren't with college kids. They were like, they saw some plays, and I don't remember who the guys were for doing it, but um they were like, Okay, we don't have anybody who can do that. Wow. That kid, did you see what he just did? And we were in front going, We may win, we may <laughs> win. Because they were literally admitting that we had multiple players that could
1: make it happen. Yeah.
4: Yeah. this is an elite team. So you're going to be rooting for the Bengals next year, Mom, in the NFL because Joe Burrow's there now?
0: You know, I'm glad he's there because that's, you know, close to home. And you know what I thought about? His mom and dad can drive there.
2: How cool is that?
0: I mean, not that he won't have enough money to send them anywhere (laughs) they want to go. Yeah. But – you know, Easy it's journey. like someone from here going to, you know, the Cowboys or someone from Louisiana going to the Saints. I mean, I think that's worth something. Yeah. Someone will buy him later. They can buy him. I'm sure he'll take it.
4: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Hopefully, yeah. he won't be like, um, oh, the, the, not, not, the, bomb. not the bomb, the, um, Jamarcus Russell thank you yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw the, and I loved him at the time right but you know you, everybody
4: did everybody did yeah he was sweet in college
0: he was really good yeah
4: mom did you ever watch, you saw him play didn't you live
0: I did I did and you you know supposedly he could on his knees throw the ball 70 yards
4: whoa yeah
1: how do you do that? he's hu- he's huge he's huge
0: so I want to ask you, Alexander, if you heard about the two video guys coming to LA to be with USC from from LSU. No. Okay, I'll have to copy you on that. Okay. They you do you remember how awesome all of the videos and <laughs> all the advertising was for the fans?
4: Some of it,
3: yeah.
0: Okay. So, okay. USC, USC recruited bought them? Bought those guys out and they are now
3: in LA. LSU has some of the best hype videos in the game for sure. Yeah. Right. Well,
0: now it will be USC. So, right there in your. They need it. Well, maybe I'll go meet those guys.
3: Maybe,
0: <laughs> yeah. maybe yeah. you can have them on. The yeah, I'll video
1: call, them. That's I'll a call them. Yeah, that's a cool angle.
4: Mom, bef- we got to let you go. But before we let you go, or guys, you have any other questions before
1: that? Yeah, really quickly. I got one actually, uh, yeah. not sports related. Uh, Alexander recently was on a TV show, uh, True Crime, you know, and I wanted to, it was obviously very cool for us to see him on there. And I just wanted to hear your thoughts on seeing your son for the first time on, uh, on a show.
0: It was, um, it was hard. My phone was buzzing the whole time. Um, it was hard because I was seeing Alexander. You Know the dimple, the smile, the The wink. wink.
1: Yeah, the wink was classic.
0: (laughs) The smoke, and and you know, his dad had a comment about he's got a reaper, you know. But, um, yeah, I've watched it three times, and now I'm getting to the point of being able to see him more as an actor and not my Alexander. Oh, so it's pretty cool.
1: That's great, love that. And yeah, that was, that was a question. I of think head. he was
0: awesome. I think he was awesome. Yeah, he was great. Knew- we loved it.
1: I mean, that was a great. That was. I knew
0: the whole story.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah, I had told I told you some stuff before you watched it.
0: I I right. had gone and read the whole story on you know, but all of my family they had not, and they didn't want to know, and they were saying we knew Alexander couldn't do that. We. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: so nice. Yeah, we we watched the part where he winks at the beginning. Me and the roommates, we watched it like five times over. We just kept rewinding. That's the best part of the whole thing.
0: You know, I'm going. I'm trying to remember the picture of the real guy going. Okay, this is who he's supposed to be. Is he being that guy? I mean, I see why they did his hair and they made him look as much like, you know, they could. It was good.
4: Yeah, it's great. great. Thanks, mom. All right, mom. We'll let you go. I love you. happy Happy mother's
1: day
0: happy mother's day best present
4: ever
3: bye 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 mom bye
0: hey mom hi guys
4: how
3: are you blake's room
1: what's
5: going on
1: nothing mom you look nice thanks what's the poster
5: the
4: poster behind you say
5: everybody
1: good 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 we're all good you get your hair done?
5: I'm in Blake's. I'm in Blake's room right now, so we, so I could be away from the dog, who is barking like crazy.
3: Oy. Model. I oh, yeah. no, no how Finn. are
5: you, boy? Okay.
1: Model is. We're good.
4: We're good. How are you? <laughs> I'm
5: great. I'm. I'm doing fine. Uh, yeah. I'm uh, isolated. I'm isolated in New York.
1: You're isolated <laughs> from. Da- are you isolated from dad?
5: No, but I told him he's gone from my. Um, husband to my roommate to
1: my cellmate. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Nice. With
5: quarantining.
1: That's great. Um, cool. Uh so yeah, basically, um you all you gotta do is give us you already gave a favorite sports memory before, so now you have to give another one um on the show. So give your favorite sports memory, Mama. This is my mom, first of all, Jill Fisher. Uh she is in New York, like she just said, and she's in my sister's room right now, um, which has turned into an office, which is pretty funny. And, yeah, she is an eighth grade U.S. history teacher. This was her first year teaching. Another um, teacher. Yeah, another teacher. Before that, she was and a- Now,
5: Now I feel so sorry for all of Josh's eighth grade teachers that called me every week. Ha. Huh. Yeah. I'm now. I know. am I'm going through it. I have a whole bunch of Josh's in my class. I've
1: put. I've, but they're uh, cute. Yeah. They're, I have
5: two stories. I have actually two. Guys, I have two things to tell you. Okay. Sports wise.
1: Yes. Do it. Go for it, mom.
5: Okay, the first one has absolutely nothing to do with me. I was merely a witness. One of the best sports moments of my entire life, it involved my sister, you may have already heard that my sister Lynn is like an uh, Olympic-level athlete. She won an NCAA championship playing field hockey in, at UConn. Uh, first NCAA championship, I think, for UConn that year. I think it was for and, women, um, women,
1: too, and ever in NCAA
5: I think the men also won maybe that same year for something else, but you know what? The hell with the men, we'll give it to her. Yeah. But one of my best memories was going, when she was younger, we had this thing in New York State called the Empire State Games. Have you guys ever heard of it? Um, Every county in New York, New York is quite a popular, popular state. Every county picked the best athletes in each sport and then they competed like an Olympic, like an Olympics. And, of course, my sister at the Suffolk County team, the field hockey goalie, won all of Long Island, one downstate, and she was in the championships. We went to Syracuse to watch. One of the best memories and most aggravating memory at the same time was watching the final game for the championship where my sister, as a goalie, had to, the score was 0-0, and they had to do a shootout. You know what it's like? I don't know how, I think I was more nervous for my sister than she was. I, I just watched as like all the girls lined up. She blocked everything. Her, her, her team ended up getting one in and she blocked every shot and they won the New York state champion. So I, as an observer for my sister almost died on the sideline watching that. I also got to watch it again when I watched her play at UConn, another shootout for, for one of the championship games. But another thing, you may not have known this about me, Josh, I think only Toss knows. I'm looking at Until Toss. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you're a senior, you know when you're a senior at school and you win like an award, you get an English award or yeah. something like that. You don't know if you're gonna get an award or not. I was there at my senior award ceremony high school. And one of these girls, I'm not gonna mention any names, said to me, Gila, your parents are here. And I'm like, great. That means I am winning an award. And I don't want to win an award, you know. You kind of want to win an award, but you don't want to be like embarrassed. I was at that age. Believe it or not. I was like shy. Yeah. Josh, guess what award I won? Well, Senior award. What? Do you guess, win? guess what award I got?
1: Most athletic.
5: The athletic, not the, the athlete, the female athletic award for my whole high school. Because Senior you were, because ch-
1: you were a cheerleader, right?
5: I was, yeah. but that's not Why? And I asked the teacher, and when I was going up to get my award, oh my God, the stares that I was getting from my friends Yeah, sure. from like the volleyball team, the softball team, and the board, Mrs. Caden. I didn't even know if she really knew who I was. I mean, she loved my sister, of course. And then my younger sister, she loved also. They both played field hockey. But I played field hockey one season in the seventh grade. And I remember banging on the. So, so hard these women doing, these girls doing. They were running around in skirts. It was freezing, and and that was the end for me. But anyway, I asked Mrs. K. Afterward, I was happy to win the award. She said because it was the first time ever in my school that a cheerleading win from a bunch of girls standing on the sideline screaming to a, an athletic sport and a competitive sport. Because we ended up winning the county
1: wait hold yeah, on mom you're freezing
5: competed I'm into what became the sport of cheerleading in my school and i was i got the athletic award senior year
1: that's great mom i didn't know what you else do you
5: want to know about me guys i'm an open book
1: i didn't <laughs> i know i, I didn't sure know. know do you remember do you remember that award i won the next part's an embarrassing this was actually i just remembered because there was a they had all the kids there we did a similar thing in my high school where if you won an award your parents were there and I had already like
5: wait wait are you confusing that with detention
1: no no <laughs> you didn't come to that that was just me they, remember in high school they gave out like awards and I thought like <laughs> do you remember this this was so embarrassing this was the worst yes. <laughs> it's
5: not embarrassing <laughs> Blake Two, Blake won it
1: too. What? How's that now possible? Won a
5: different
1: award. We won an award because
5: there weren't that many people from Lakeside.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was so, we won, like, everyone's, like, winning all these cool awards, and I just won, like, my elementary school award, because I was the only one from my high school that went to that elementary school, and that was it, and so that was so. All right, you
5: know what? You won an award. Not everybody wins an award.
1: No, it was just, like, embarrassing, because, like, (laughs) my dad was laughing, dad was laughing so hard in the back, because (laughs) he thought, like, everyone's, like, winning, like, my friend won, like, this, like, amazing sign, like, these huge awards, like, from, from, like, the state, not even from, like, you know, the school it was so embarrassing it
5: was kind of funny because believe it or not it was funny because believe it or not nick and toss he did so many things in high school he was doing like advanced science research he started this tutoring program where every saturday he would give up his free time he started this thing in the school where he would tutor every week and he did a ton of stuff at the school and then he wins like
1: the worst award the word, like, it was like, and
5: it wasn't like it was almost the award was the type of award where you were better off i hate to say it winning no award yeah am totally. I right yeah, yeah
1: totally for sure would have rather just not have like it like it didn't really mean anything Nothing. like it was just like no yeah. it was just like a hand
5: <laughs> and it was crazy it was weird <laughs> yeah, it was so funny
1: um do you have any other embarrassing stories you'd like to share for me about me
3: Oh my God. I can't wait for this. Yeah.
1: Everyone else's mothers like, oh, wait, there's nothing embarrassing. I knew by the time you oh, got, so much, yeah, I, I, knew I, I just
5: like, I don't know how long this is. Well, this is really embarrassing. Cause you know, Josh, this is like a sports podcast, right? Yeah. And it's kind of making fun of Josh's athletic ability. Can I say it? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You we definitely make, can. We make fun of it all the time.
5: <laughs> I'm saying it. All right. I think, look, I'm honest. When I, Tell my kids they do something great. They do something great. When they ask my opinion, or I tell them that it, you know, not so, not so great. They know it's true. Well, one of the things he wasn't so great at was baseball. Is that yeah. fair to say? Yeah, <clears throat> it's fair to say. I mean, I was, I was expecting him to respond quicker to that, but it's very fair to say. It's so fair to say that when he was a little boy and I was sitting in the stands watching him play little league, and all the other mothers knew this about me, I, I used to pray. That he would just get hit with the ball, so he can get on base. <laughs> one time, not not hard. I would just, I was like, please, just hit him on the shoulder lightly, so he can get on base. But what he is amazing at is he's a great actor.
1: Oh, thanks, great. mom. Appreciate you. Yeah, you know,
5: nice. It's one time he's playing baseball, and he was always the youngest on the team, the cutoff, whatever, for his birthday. And he gets up, and he's like, like he's on deck, and he's like waving the bat around, and he's looking like. Oh, my God, this kid's going to knock it out of the park. The coach on the other team goes to the Little League kids. Back up, back up, back up. <laughs> so they all, all back up because they think this guy's going to slice that. Strike one, strike two, strike three. Okay. <laughs> the next time he's up, the same coach. <laughs> you know what the coach does? Come on in, everybody. Come <laughs> on in. And the, the team moves all the way in. That's There's so, so many. So one cool. time I got called up. One time I got called up to the eighth grade.
3: Oh,
1: this is terrible.
5: Well, I got called up a lot to to the school. But one time I actually called the guidance counselor because Josh was saying to me, he was talking about his teacher, Mr. Beeler, Mr. Beeler. And I felt sorry for this guy, Mr. Beeler, his science, his his, uh, earth science teacher. Because I knew this teacher was having a real difficult time teaching with him in the class. So I said, you know what? If Josh keeps saying, and he would self-report all the terrible things he's doing, but he didn't realize they were bad. And I would be like, you know what, I'm gonna have to get this in the butt. I called the guy, his counselor, and he said, funny, you should call Mrs. Fish. I'll be calling him in a little bit. His name just came on my radar. I didn't know who he was before, but this Mr. Bueller said he's had it, had it with him. So Josh gets called down. He sees me and he goes, do you want to come into the meeting, Mrs. Fish? I'm like, yeah, why not? Josh, Mr. Resnick, and me were sitting there at the meeting. and the guidance counselors like Josh, you know, I've been getting a, I've been hearing a lot about you from Mr. Resnick and like some of the behavior in class is really inappropriate. And, um, you know, he, he's really frustrated. He says, he said, he's given you so many chances, do you, you know, and you're just like, your behavior is just like off. Do you, do you, do you know what he's talking about? And Josh said, no, I, I really don't. Well, let me go over a few of the things that, he said that he doesn't like when you do in class. So he takes out a long list. And the first one he goes, and, and he expected Josh to deny it. The first one he goes, uh, rips homework into little pieces and then eats it piece by piece. You, do you do that, Josh? And Josh is like, yeah. As if it's a normal thing to do. And I'm like, God. And the list goes on and on and on. So finally they're talking and Josh is polite because he's always good-natured and nice. And finally, the, the guidance counselor goes, you know what? You're a really good-looking guy. Mm-hmm. Josh like, thanks. And before you know it, the meeting's turning where this guidance counselor is telling Josh, you're such a nice guy. I'm so glad we met. It's been great to see you. You know, you have a great personality. You're polite. And this and the other thing. At the end of the meeting, he shakes Josh's hands. hand. Josh, go back to class. And thank you. It was so nice to meet you. Josh leaves and I go to the guidance council. Well, you handled that one great. <laughs> next week, next week is the Christmas concert, and Josh is in the band. They all march down in the auditorium, and Josh is carrying the American flag. And one of the other mo- moms goes, "How does how come Josh, who has no musical talent, how come Josh is carrying the American flag?" I said, "He has friends in high places. What can I tell you?" Yeah, the was... Guidance counselor and the principal.
1: Yeah. That was funny. That
5: that just was that was just something that happened every single day. Yeah, I was. Is that fair to say,
1: Josh? Yeah, I was a mess every day. That was a bit of a mess for sure. No, you weren't. Uh, uh, <laughs> the uh, with mom, but thank, the right
4: people, the right people knew who you really were. Yeah, exact, that, exactly, that was
1: the important thing. Uh, yeah. the um, mom, thank you for coming on. Um, I know you've wanted to come on for a long time so that this was a great opportunity and I I, I didn't yeah. mean I, we were waiting for the right time. Dad was just a buffer. I didn't mean to bring him on before you. Uh, we just he, that's okay. It was that I,
5: I actually have a suggestion Nick and toss jo- Josh already agreed actually Josh is on board with this. He feels like I should come on every week.
1: I, yeah, oh, I uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could you could take my spot. The um but uh <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining and being so supportive always. Um and thank I, you. Yeah, and I love you very much and happy mother. I day. love you
5: too.
1: John's got thank the you. First, thank, thank you first so first much. Episode.
3: You
5: guys are doing a great job. I'm so proud of all of you. I nice. really, really am. And I know your moms feel the same way. Well they Real should
3: pretty. anyway. Real yeah, go ahead. John, John's got the first episode on the cherry stripe, but Jill's got the first date to the Oscars for Josh. That's true, right? Yes. My mom's got my first date. Always. About you. Always. Jill, all this right. is
4: the this is the best Josh's looked all quarantine. I can tell you that he's got his nice shirt on. He's got and a pair. He sh- he's got a pair of pants on. His T wolfs hat, I guess, is his nice hat. I don't know, but it just matched.
5: Look, as long as she, as long as he shaved. I'm fine. Nick, you look cute with the beard. Make I
1: mustache.
5: You couldn't handle <laughs> it. I, I, Toss and Josh, I like this clean shaven.
1: Yes, well, Toss is yeah, over like his, his little mustache. No,
5: mu- no, not at all. <laughs> okay. Have a great day.
1: Love you, mom. You Thank too. you for joining. Happy okay. Mother's you. Day. That was awesome. We loved every second of it. Uh, couldn't have gone better on our end. Thank you to all the mothers out there. Thank you to our mothers. We love you oh so very much. And just a friendly reminder, since it is Mother's Day, got to tell you guys, we are brought to you by betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. Use the promo code MYPOD100, and they will match your first deposit. Um, And yeah, there's a bunch of stuff you could bet on there. So go to betonline.ag. It's really nice. Almost as nice as our mothers, and we love you guys. Again, can't say it enough. To the fans out there, drag both feet in bounds. We're going to full count, rip that puck, hit that putt, hit your PKs because they're free, and hit your free throws. <laughs> because they are free. We out you. We love you.
2: It up. Yeah! It's one! pick the shot oh my God! Derek Jeter, Where fantasy becomes reality. this
4: This
1: is the story of the one.